Hello, everyone, and we're talking about poutine with a purpose on this episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. So, like I said, we tried some poutines this week. We're not going to lie to you. We've already eaten them, and they were delicious. Mm. Couldn't go around to everyone in the city, but hopefully we'll get to a couple more throughout this week. But I know Lena has some research, so why don't we talk a little bit more about poutine with a purpose? Yeah, so first thing is poutine with a purpose has been around in Calgary since 2013. It now is in Vancouver, Victoria, and Hamilton new this year. So every time you buy poutine from participating restaurants, you support meal share, which every poutine sold feeds a healthy meal to a youth in need. It also promotes local because it's local restaurant. You should hashtag poutine with a purpose once you have it. And I meant to tell you that because I don't Twitter, but you Twitter. I do, and I will. I don't even know if that's the right verb. It started out just as a one-day crawl, which it sounds crazy, but we ate all our poutine in one day, so in one like meal. So you can't go wrong. You get poutine, you help a youth in need. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's a great cause. Great, everything's great about yeah. meal share. And you had the lady who, yes. yeah. So years ago in 2019, I had Mona Pinder on this podcast from meal share and we did talk a lot about poutine with a purpose okay meal share sorry yeah yeah she was awesome i loved her excitement i really liked like i said the excitement level from her she was really passionate about what she did she really liked meal share everything that went along with that like brown bag in calgary is just one of the groups that they support in calgary and it was just an awesome awesome experience to talk to somebody like that like i said she had such a passion for it. She was so excited to tell her story and the story of Mealshare as well. And that was, what, two years ago now. But And they've grown and grown and grown. And I know when I go to a restaurant and I see that Mealshare icon, I try to get that item because it does give back to the community. So so what poutine do you want to talk about first? Well, actually, first I want to talk about poutine. Okay. Or poutine uh, if you uh, have a French accent. Or uh, I don't. You. Say it however you want. It's delicious. <laughs> Um, it's been around since the late 50s in Quebec. There's, of course, controversy over who was the first inventor. There's one restaurant, the Warwick, that said that they were the first ones to come up with poutine in 57 because a regular asked to put curds in a bag of takeout fries. Okay. And then they started serving this with gravy in 1962. Nice. Now, the Leroy Giuseppe? diner i feel i have that name wrong i feel like Leroy is the name of the diner and giuseppe is the name of the guy so okay. nobody quote me on this <laughs> serve fries with gravy and customers would add ask for a side of cheese curds and he sold this in 58 okay. um, and added it to the menu in 64 now, this place has a copyright registration certificate from the Canadian Intellectual Property Office coming up with poutine. Now, the name, there's some discrepancy over what it means. Just Something, like anything. Yes. Some think it's a form 
of pudding, pudding, like, like the a- English word, English pudding. style pudding. Yeah, that's the best one. That seemed to be up there as one of the biggest meanings. But there's also the question of because there's so many different poutines now and so many different toppings, and not just the classic gravy and cheese curds. Should it be classified as its own dish, like a sandwich or something? Like, okay, yeah. That's interesting, I think. I I think it could be now. I think it could be. Maybe it should just be poutine plus. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. It reminds me of like, do you remember when we had pies and they had a certain certificate? Like certification, same yeah. with some cheeses and stuff for yeah. different geographical. Geographic- yeah, yeah. Remind- it reminds me of that. Like if this was in Europe, it would probably have that class. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. But back in the day, it used to be people would make fun of Quebec because it was like a rural kind of hillbilly thing. And then before it was in the big cities, just because there was there were dairies and that's like, people would think, oh, it's just like lowly country food. But now it's everywhere. Yeah. There's also the question is there's also the question of if having poutine in your menu and not being French if it's appropriation. Of course there's that question. These I days. don't know because a lot of menus have a world of variety of food. That's like how I feel like if you go to a British pub or is it wrong to have a curry on there? Would that be cultural appropriation? appropriation yeah, as well. I wonder well. now, because remember we talked back to London and Curry back to like the 1800s? Mm-hmm. It was early, way earlier than yeah. I thought. Yeah, I don't feel with food it is, but then there is the question because there's poutine festivals and stuff, and that may be a little grayer area. I don't think it is. I think food is food, and we eat from yeah, everywhere. Exactly. Um, maybe if I wore a poutine hat or something. After all the poutine talk, let's talk about the most classical poutine that yeah. we had, which was J-Spot, mm-hmm. which is in Calgary, of course. So Can maybe we should just say we got we went to the Fresh and Local Market here yes. in Calgary and got four different poutines. Yes. Now, we probably would have got five, but I misread the because there were five being sold there, but I just skimmed one by mistake. Sorry, Expat Asia, I believe. Yeah. Is, yeah. It had nothing to do with theirs or anything it's just i didn't see it when i went to see how many we could get at the market so yeah so j spot canadian driven travel inspired they serve classic comfort food with a culinary twist so they had triple fried fries and gravy cheese curds and roasted garlic and shaved green onion was their description Mm-hmm. Now, I looked up triple fried fries or triple cooked fries, sorry. Yeah. It was developed by Heston Blumenthal. Um, oh, Heston. Yeah, which was simmering the cut fries in water, then cooling it, draining the other, then putting them in sous vide or freeze them, and then fry them, cool them, fry them again. Okay. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. And then I looked up curds, of course. Mm-hmm. I've done all the research at the beginning. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so during cheese making, when rennet it at, is added to the milk to clot it, then what, what these clots are then cut into cubes and this leaves the whey and the curd. And this is cooked to release the whey, leaving the cheese curd. Okay. Yeah. I should try to make my own cheese again. It didn't work out the first time I did it. So I mean, I know there's more in the process, but I just did that small, yeah. a small. So, so I liked this one. I liked how thick these French mm. fries were cut. They were delicious. Um, 
And I think this is going to go back to, it's going to be hard. And I, I don't think we should judge them first to worst or anything like that. Because it goes down to poutine and poutine plus, two different dishes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Just, but, they're all different meals but it, with a base of fries. Yeah. I, fries, I liked how they mixed the cheese curds in with the fries instead of just placing them on top. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it still remains, there was still that little bit of a squeak from the yeah, curd. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wrote down triple fried equals yummy wedges. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure what shave green onion meant, but there was green onion, which added a nice yeah. pretty... Yeah, I think they just put it on there for garnish, perhaps. But yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. The f- gravy was good. Those fries were good. I really, like I said, I really liked how thick those fries were. And just to take that extra minute to mix the fries in with the poutine, like in with the fries, made that difference. I I really liked it. Yeah, it was one of the best classic poutines I've ever had. It was poutine horrific. Maybe some people will be against such a big wedge like that, but not yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I I can't say anything bad about bad potatoes. About yeah. <laughs> in general, that's how I am. Yeah. Yeah. So before we go on, let's take a moment to bring you an ad from our sponsors. The Mess All Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation, proudly supporting community needs for 65 years. When you make a gift to the Calgary Foundation, it's a gift that keeps on giving. The Foundation's knowledgeable staff will provide advice on the community's most pressing needs, keeping your interests at heart and helping you give back in a way that is meaningful for you. Your contributions are invested in an endowment fund that provides a permanent source of funding, allowing you to make an impact now and forever. If you're a professional advisor creating a giving plan for a client or a donor wanting to give back to the community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org to learn more. Or check out Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube channel. So I can't wait to talk more poutine. What's next? Mykono Street Grill Hero Fry? I thought gyro? it was so gyro. Uh, from what I, I think it's hero, but it's spelled gyro. But okay. uh, I think you can get away with both. I, I just feel that. Is it the same saying foe or fa? I think so. Where probably people think one is way wrong. But yeah. <laughs> I did write down that it's hero from Wikipedia. So, you know, <laughs> must be that. Wikipedia is all always right which you should know that's where i get most of my uh research <laughs> mikino street grill is both is owned by aki hatsistamatis sorry i probably butchered that name <laughs> but i do know it's aki for sure because i looked it said how to say his name on the website <laughs> um good he, work <laughs> he worked with his dad at mikino's greek restaurant in uh, north northern center street which, after his dad died, the restaurant closed down. But he just wanted to, I don't know, cook again, bring Greek co- like Greek, yeah. Greek food, and opened up the Mykonos Street Grill. So, this has hero meat, tzatziki, feta, red onion, tomatoes. Um, a hero is meat cooked on a vertical rotisserie. Mm-hmm. And the, it comes from the word circle or turn. Oh, okay. It's similar to Turkish donor. Donair in the East Coast here. <laughs> donair. Donor. Which you is, just call it a donor. Yeah, which is also came from the word turn. In the and the donor was I, I feel like I'm saying that 
Yeah, I want to say Donair, but it's like Donor, like D-O-N-E-R. That's where they got it from Halifax, Donair. From the Ottoman Empire in the 19th century. And then once World War II came, it made its way to Greek, Greece, Middle East. Like the meats vary what was put on the rotisserie. Okay. It's a whole story. I just went very, not very deep. But in the 70s in New York and Chicago especially, that's where sandwiches really began to take off. And now they're everywhere. Okay, cool. So I just like the last place. I really like the hand cut mm, fries. Yep. I think they just add a little bit extra to it. And I liked how they were, they just called them gyro fries and not Greek poutine. Because yeah. I think if you say it's poutine, then you'd expect that gravy and yeah. cheese on there. But I, I really like their take on it because it had tzatziki on it, which I like. I like fries and I like the dip. And. I didn't need it because there was a nice amount of sauce on there. I was a little unsure how I would like the tzatziki mm -hmm. on it, but I liked it. It covered it. It coated it really nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, I felt it didn't need the meat. I'm not saying the meat was bad. I'm just saying it didn't, uh, like, it was good enough without the meat. I feel the same. And I, I, I thought the meat was great. But if I had those fries with that tzatziki on there and just the vegetables and... The feta was nice on there, mm, too. Feta really good. Big chunks of feta. Yeah. Um, I love feta. Yeah. It was creamy feta than usual. Yeah, Sorry, so I cut you off four times. I, I thought without the meat, it would have been awesome. The meat just added another level to it. It made it a, more of a meal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I like the big cuts of onions instead of like small dice just sprinkled on. Yeah. I like the tomatoes that were on there. Everything was just really good. And I'm glad they called them gyro fries yeah. or hero fries because it it was just that yeah, there was no gravy so yeah yeah and they were spectacular all the way around what i wrote about this is just fresh it was fresh yes with those veg and even the parsley on top made it taste fresh it wasn't just parsley yep. thrown on top it added to the flavor now that you say it tasted fresh yes you're right because of all the fresh vegetables on there it was just yeah it was a good dish. And like you said, throwing that meat on made it a meal. Yeah. I'd definitely go back and just want fries and tzatziki. And <laughs> that creaminess of the tzatziki with the crumbly feta mm -hmm. and the salty, it was, yeah, it was it was so good. Um, you yep. had some leftover today. How was yep. it leftover? Not that this is a good or bad thing either way, how poutine is leftover. Like I, I picked most just the meat and the vegetables off. Makes sense, but yeah, it, it was still good. I'm yeah. not complaining about not complaining about it. Believe it or not, we did have a lot of leftovers because we had four <laughs> four of these poutines between the two of us. So for lunch, yeah, I didn't eat dinner that same like yesterday evening. I... But yeah, um, it was fine. So by the sounds of the air horn, it's bonus time. So we had an awesome, awesome bonus items yeah. items this week six to be exact or a half dozen um we traveled to crossfields and went to the donut man mm -hmm. yeah we did <laughs> yeah we did yeah we did so worth the drive it's about 35 minutes north of calgary depends where you live yeah it was delicious well worth the drive handmade hand dipped yeast donuts yeah baker starts at 1 a.m yeah. And um, what I wonder, because we got our donuts hot, 
if the baker starts at 1 a.m., are they always hot or do they, they run out and then we happen to just get hot ones? From my understanding, reading on the website is that they just make them all day. Wow. They just keep on making all day. Warm donuts. They, they were worth. The best donuts I ever had, maybe. I can't yeah. think of a better donut, actually. So not only did it, was it worth the drive, but you go in, waiting, waiting in line outside for a little bit, go in, place your order, go back outside because they call you in when your order is ready. Yeah. You that probably act- can wait if it's not COVID. Yeah. And they have a little cafe, but. But worth that wait. Definitely yeah. worth that wait. All the extra waiting. Oh, God, it was good. Yeah, I mean, it was 15 minutes. So we yeah, didn't wait, like, it was extra hours. waiting like it was hours. I feel it's genius if you could order them, sit, have a coffee, and then get your donuts, like, pre-COVID times. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, so let's just start. Here's the six up. that we got, yeah. so. he cho- Avery chose three. I chose three. All right, in no particular order except for how they are on the little card <laughs> that we kept. First up, I chose cotton candy. The color of this was amazing. It was fuchsia with purple sprinkles. It had a nice cotton candy flavor, like cotton candy glaze. Nope. It was exactly as promised and beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Double chocolate raspberry. This is one I picked out because I had a hankering for some raspberry chocolate donut. Terrific. Raspberry drizzle on top. Yeah. That's it. They went well together. I liked it. Yeah. It had a nice raspberry flavor. It was... Kind of jelly like, or like I'd say yeah. almost like a coulis. Yeah, ginger molasses. That's when I chose. Yeah, oh, it was big. That yeah, was, it was. Um, nice gingery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Ex- I could taste. Yeah, the exactly what it I said. Could taste the ginger. <laughs> yeah. Maple bacon. This is the first one we had. Yes, fresh, so warm. hot, warm, delicious bacon was real bacon. It wasn't like fake bacon bits. It was real nice bacon. Yeah, <laughs> not. Like real nice. But real, real had a good up. maple flavor in there too. Terrific. Yeah. Pina colada, one of my choices. I was going to pick this, but you ordered your first so, three first. So yeah. that was the second donut we had out of them before. So we had two donuts in the parking lot before <laughs> yeah. we drove back to Calgary. This was another terrific one. Yeah. The f- coconut on top, terrific. I loved it. I'm loving coconut these days. And yeah. I didn't as a child, so. And this, like, good. underlying pineapple flavor, too, so. Yeah, yeah, but coconut on top of the glaze. And then last is worms and dirt. I wanted worms and dirt because. <laughs> You're a big kid. I am a big kid. Yep. And I was thinking, oh, I haven't had worms and dirt for a long time. I used to have it on the menu at a place that we worked, and I don't think. We rarely sold any, but for some reason we always ran out of worms. So it <laughs> for was some reason <laughs> because a big kid worked there. Well, it wasn't just me; it was the whole kitchen staff. Yeah, <laughs> big kids. Yeah, I cannot say enough about the donut man. I don't even think it matter what kinds we got; they were delicious. Like, yeah, so see some of those pictures on Instagram because I did post pictures of the donuts and amazing. Get yourself out to Crossfields. Get to the donut man. I'm glad we did it. I saw some great reviews, and I'm glad we went. It was so good. I'm already dreaming of our next trip yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. Fritter Friday. Some oh, free. need to get yes. out some Friday. We have to. I don't know how we're going to make it work, but we have to. Yeah. I will call in sick. <laughs> I will do something to get you out of work. <laughs> I might just have a Friday off. And now from donuts to poutine. We ate a lot <laughs> of deep fried. I, th- I feel so logy after this weekend. Just like, oh, <laughs> that I had to go for a bike ride and a walk yeah. today. I did extra yoga. So it was, All worth it. 
So which one are we doing next? Waffles and Chicks, Nashville Fried Chicken Poutine. Mm-hmm. So this started as a food truck back in 2012. So this poutine had Nashville fried chicken, fried egg, white country gravy, bacon, and curds. And I looked up Nashville fried chicken. I could find Nashville hot fried chicken, which I think is the same, which is just cayenne pepper in it. So mm-hmm. I'm going with that. Apparently invented when Thornton Prince, I mean, he takes credit for it, but a womanizer. I guess after a night out, his girlfriend was mad at him and served him fried chicken with extra pepper as kind of revenge. And he loved it so much. <laughs> that, and, and this was in the 30s. He opened a barbecue chicken shack. The Open Barbecue Chicken Shack Cafe. <laughs> you know what I Which, hate after womanizing this weekend? If I came home and you got so mad at me that you made crap dinner. I, <laughs> that I like fried you chicken? <laughs> yeah. And put yummy cayenne pepper in it? Yeah, um, I, I'd be definitely more mad at you <laughs> than you would be at me. Now, Prince's Hot Chicken Shack, it, it still runs today, but by his great niece. So it's not the same restaurant, but his great niece. Yeah, and I looked up country fried gravy and it seems the difference is instead of using broth you use milk still use the things and stuff all right let's let's dig into this one i mean we already dug into it but yeah i don't know where to start on this i do i'm gonna say (laughs) definitely on the poutine plus but if you know where to start go for it perfect for a hangover (laughs) i mean all of them are but this one especially is exactly yeah i could see that has that lovely smoke flavor from the bacon Mm -hmm. that chicken that crunchy coating i thought the chicken was crunchy yes but so tender yeah it was it was delicious it i feel only because there are waffles and chicks that they could have gotten away with like waffles cut into sticks instead of fries well, waffle <laughs> but fries. i'm not saying that that would be better than fries i'm just saying no um or like half a waffle stuck on top <laughs> the egg no. on top Oh yeah, the egg. I forgot Looked about like the egg. It was like perfectly cooked. Yes, it was per- it was so yellow. I yeah. wonder if it's an organic egg. So Maybe, yellow. but Yeah, I'm not saying it needed waffles. Everything <laughs> melded really well together in that poutine. Yeah. It was so good. That gravy was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had country gravy made with sausage in it at like a hotel in the states one time. Well, I think I biscuits was... and gravy is an American yeah. thing. And that was good enough, but nothing compared to this gravy. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. I... Everything, like I said, everything worked well together on this. And that chicken was so tender. Yeah. Even, and I'll go back to the, almost the gyro fries. You could take the chicken and egg off that poutine, and it still would have been terrific. Yeah. That chicken on it just added to the experience yeah throwing the egg on top of there too just gave it this like wow factor that wow look and then like the shoots this garnish on there too oh yeah it was really just gave it a little bit of greenness so yeah. you felt healthy yeah yeah we got a <laughs> taste of a veg and <laughs> taste of our five a day or whatever seven a day. but yeah again awesome poutine yeah I it makes me want to eat more waffles and chicks. Yeah, and we've had it before. Yep, I, I think it was good before when we had it. I mean, I was just kidding about the waffles. It might be weird with the gravy. No, I don't think it would be. Yeah. That gravy with poop with like in little pockets of mm. a waffle with bacon bits on top. I don't know. It was delicious. You can't go wrong with no, what it was. no. It was terrific. Next up, we have Mestizo Mexican Street Food. They had Tinga poutine. Tinga is a pulled chicken dish 
with tomato and chipotle sauce. The stew almost of chicken. So a mestizo is a person of European and Native American descent. Uh, I wrote Native American, but I think they mean like Native, like like Mexican American. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, and this restaurant says a true taste of Mexico. And we've had their food before. And I would, I've never had, I've never been to Mexico, so I can't really say, but. Mm. I assume. Yeah. So we've had this place before. We had the tacos from yeah. here. And they were delicious. So I was expecting the same mm-hmm. for their poutine, and I was not disappointed. There was a ton of chicken on there. Yeah, there was. So and even chicken. though they weren't hand-cut fries, they used crinkle-cut <laughs> fries, which was fun. I wrote crinkle fries. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then and it had a nice tomato flavor. Yeah, there was and nice they, spices in the meat, too. And he's like, would you like uh, cilantro on top? I'm like, of course I do. Like, yeah. Who doesn't want cilantro on top? A lot of people apparently don't like cilantro, but well, yeah, they, but I- It saves more for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> Add it. It was, it was nice to get pulled chicken instead of pulled pork, because yep. we have pulled pork a lot, yeah. but pulled chicken, just a little bit different for us, even though we already had chicken on one of our poutines, but it was, an, again, a lot of them were meals, not just because they were so big, but so much meat. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, th- this would have filled me, and I'm a little bit of a big eater, if you didn't notice. But before we go on, we'll do a little recap, but we're going to bring you another ad from our sponsors. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by Northwest Fest International Documentary Festival, running online from May 6th to the 16th. Even though Northwest Fest can't happen in a movie theater this year, they still put out together an outstanding lineup of some of this year's best docs. In fact, this year there's a whopping 40 feature films plus 40 short films, available for viewing to anyone in Alberta. This is your chance to stream some of the hottest new docs from Canada and abroad many of which are Canadian, international, even, and even world premieres. All access streaming passes, ticket packs, and single tickets are available now at northwestfest.ca. So I think we had, I, I, again, I said this earlier in the show, and I don't think we can review them like worst or first or first worst. No, they all had their own take. Yeah. And I think going back, we had poutine. We had two poutine pluses, and we had a, fries yeah so there was no gravy. yeah so all different things well, but I all delicious in their own way there was no like gravy on the mexican one because it had that the yeah. sauce from the stew yeah which was still really good like Kinga. yeah so every take on it was interesting it the only way like i would get them all again it would just depend on what i feel like that day yeah exactly if i felt like i wanted a little bit of a kick i'd definitely go for the mexican ones again if I was just wanting something traditional, I'd definitely go J-Spot. Again, those fries, that thickness of the fries. Best classic poutine I've ever had. Yeah. And then that, the, the gyro, gyro fries. fries. You know what I want to do with those gyro fries is I just want to put them in a pita. Yeah. I think they would be terrific in a pita. Like yeah. fresh pita, which they probably make there. And if they do make pita, I bet you it's terrific. And those waffles and chicks, that was probably the biggest one out of all of them. That could last me two meals easily. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but yeah, everything was awesome. I'm so glad Poutine with a Purpose is on right now in Calgary. Well, it's in Calgary, Edmonton, Toria, or Vancouver, Ottawa. Oh, no, and Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's the fantastic news, Abe. 
we still have some days and it's still poutine with a purpose. So we can get, we can buy these ones again or try new ones. Yes. I I definitely want to try new ones. I'm not saying anything bad, but I think like Charlie five is close to us. Um, There's another one. Leopold's tavern is close to us. Like a ton of places. Look yeah. it up on their the website. Downtown Beltline area, Seventeenth Ave. If you're in Calgary or any of the other other cities, hit this up. Make sure you give Poutine with a Purpose a chance. It's even if you're going out for brunch. I believe there's some brunch mm-hmm. ones like OEB maybe has a brunch yeah. one. Um, even if you're going out for brunch, get a big Poutine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I we might have to get more Poutine before the week is out. Yeah, I think we put off the Donut Man and get. Po- Poutine, and then maybe Donut Man next week. Next weekend, yes. Um, yeah. I will say my system does not recommend doing all of those in one weekend. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. You, you sacrifice for the listeners. Good yes. job. Yes. <laughs> but I'm sad to not get the other ones again at the same time. Yeah, me too. Maybe they'll bring them back in some form, but yeah. I definitely have them again. Besides Poutine, Donut Man, did you eat anything good this week? You know, I made some tahini date cookies today okay healthy i was looking after the weekend for something healthy <laughs> it has like i used whole wheat flour called for almond flour and like oats dates a little bit of maple syrup yeah they were pretty good they were and then i came home dipped them in gravy <laughs> of course i got <laughs> gravy you made some great mexican food the other day the ground chicken oh sorry chinese food That's i was wondering when i made I was Mexicans on my mind. Then we had some green onion pancakes from the Green Onion Man. Uh, onion, green Edmonton? Onion Man, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, Green Onion Cakes. We had that. We had the frozen ones and we yeah. had to fry them a little bit. Yeah. They came out perfect. I really liked them. They were so good. And also from that same trip in the freezer, we had mint spirulina raw chocolate bar. Yeah. That was, yeah. What we about you? We stockpile when we go to Edmonton. <laughs> we did. I also have been from our candy store trip the other day, having still enjoying my mulled wine Simpkins. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did you, what stands out for you that we ate? Um, Can't really think of much besides the uh, the poutines, poutines and the, the donuts. donut, man. Yeah. They were, they're still on top of my mind and they were just, everything was just so good. And I know we already said it, but I'm just going to go back to it and eat local. Yeah. Some, local is amazing. This weekend was really good for us. Yeah. I'm looking forward to having some farmers markets open up soon and hit those up, making day trips again. And I'm looking forward to get up really early and be at the Donut Man <laughs> and order a coffee first thing for breakfast one day. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I guess they had an extensive coffee line there mm-hmm. too. They did. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed with all yeah. the great food we had. Yeah. So make sure you go on Instagram, check out our pictures. I'll be posting pictures of the poutines as well. So check those out and everybody, thanks again for listening and keep on eating. So before we go, I just want to mention one thing this week that happened on the pod to the podcast. We are mentioned in a blog for um, top 25 Canadian podcasts. You must follow in 2021. So thanks to Feedspot, uh, their blog was meant. They mentioned us in that top 25 Canadian food podcast. You must listen to in, 2021 so that was pretty cool to be recognized like that so if you want to learn more about that just click on the link below we'll put a link in there so you can see other great canadian content 